0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 242, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. God's wisdom, that is, having an understanding heart, is a treasure greater than gold or long life. God's kingdom is more precious a treasure than any other earthly thing, and our efforts and priorities should reflect that. In the parable today, a man discovers a treasure in a field and he sells everything else in order to buy that field and have that treasure. The treasure of infinite value is God's kingdom. Jesus' good news. Being united forever with Jesus in God's family. It's like a rare treasure. Nothing on earth is as valuable as this. It's worth giving up everything else to attain it. It has a richness and a depth that can never be fully plumbed. As I read that parable of the treasure in the field, I'm reminded of that quote from the great English writer G.K. Chesterton. And I'm paraphrasing it liberally here, but he says, it's not that Christianity hasn't worked, it's just that nobody's really tried it yet. Our faith is a treasure of incredible depth. If one thinks they've grasped it enough to find it wanting, I'm really not sure that they've really been digging very deep. The gospel continues to be a priceless and precious treasure, worthy of all our efforts to explore, and we'll never get to the bottom of it, not in this life anyway. May God, who has so graciously accompanied and given success to our work so often in the past, continue this good work in us and bring it to perfection. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When
1: I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say
0: God is in his holy place. God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good wishes to everyone today as we gather together to worship God and to listen to God's word and be nourished in word and sacrament. Coming together as God's family, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you call your people to turn away from sin. Lord, have mercy. You teach us wisdom and write your truth in our inmost heart. Christ, have mercy. You forgive sins through the ministry of reconciliation. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
2: Glory to God.
0: Let us pray that God will set our hearts on enduring things. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast, even now, to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.
3: A reading from the first book of Kings At Gibeon The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. Although I am only a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this? Your great people. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. The Word of the Lord
0: Lord, I love your commands. My part, I have resolved, O Lord, is to obey your word. The Lord from your mouth means more to me than silver and gold. Let your love be ready to console me by your promise to your servant. Let your love come to me and I shall live, for your law is my delight. This is why I love your commands more than the finest gold. That is why I rule my life by your precepts. I hate false ways. Your will is wonderful indeed, therefore I obey it. The unfolding of your word gives light and teaches the simple.
3: Lord, I love your commands. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those whom God predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. The Word of the Lord.
0: Alleluia. Blessed are you, Father of heaven and earth, you have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 13 verses 44 to 52. Jesus spoke to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down and put the good into baskets, but throughout the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out his treasure, what is new and what is old.
4: The Gospel of the Lord. Aren't you just a little envious of Solomon in today's reading from the 1st Kings? Being invited by God to ask what you would like me to give you. What a tantalising question. So give yourself a moment before you answer, but what would you ask for? You might say to yourself, Did Solomon get it right when he asked for wisdom? When there were so many more interesting or immediately gratifying things to request? What about heaps of money or excellent health? Or, if he was a little less selfish, world peace or an end to poverty? The list is endless, or at least my list is. Of course, it's the great riddle of life. Why would he ask for something that he already had? Why do we always want more of what we already have when we don't use all that we've got? In some way, all of us are treasure hunters looking for the next new thing that will make us completely happy. Yet we always seem to be looking for something more, not unlike a child who is frustrated when they can't grab another biscuit because both hands are already full. We seem to be more fearful of a future that might run out of what we need, rather than relishing a present that's providing all that is necessary. Mind you, Jesus loves the searcher, the seeker even if we go searching in the wrong places sometimes. The problem is that we're usually searching for success or riches, things that will make life easier, rather than the things that will make life more meaningful. In doing this, we tend to miss out on the whole purpose of life, how to live best, not easiest. Now for the Christian, the fine pearl of the parable is our faith, our relationship with God, Not that we feel we ever really grasp the full value of this precious thing, but the search for the pearl commits us to seeking and discovering direction, purpose, and ultimately answers. Now, when Solomon asked for wisdom, he found out that he could have an easy life, if that was what he really wanted. But it wouldn't teach him the reason for life. Wisdom taught him how to dig for the real treasures of life not hidden in the ground but already in his grasp. Once again, we discover that Jesus' own perception of life differs sharply from so many people's. He was constantly challenging people to see and see again in order to understand anew. To that purpose, his stories turned much of popular wisdom on its head. This was done in the hope that his listeners might catch something of another way of living in God's world. In effect, Jesus had what Solomon prayed for. A heart to discern the ways of the people and the ways of God, as well as determination to close the gap between the two ways. Now we know that Jesus had to give up everything he valued. His family, his home, his security. To do his father's will and to preach the kingdom of God. That's what he came for. For Jesus, there is no greater treasure than his father's will. And when he uncovered what it was, he renounced everything to make it his own. Now, we realistically know that none of us will gain anything of value without renouncing something. Perhaps what we have to renounce first is our perception of what real treasures in life really are. And for this realisation, it may come early in life. And for others, it's a lifelong search. For people of faith, the real treasure of life is right under our noses. It's in the people we share life with, in the opportunities of life we face every day, to live out those values of Jesus. Yet, we all try to look elsewhere for fulfilment, hoping that the treasure will fall into our lap, realising that none of this might appear as a glittering prize, but may be found in the ordinariness and the commonplace events of each day, not hidden deeply in the complexities of life. Perhaps it's a clearer vision that we should be asking from God. Vision to see what is already ours and to see past what does not bring us fulfilment.
0: I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, Let us come before God and present our needs. For the followers of Christ, that we will value our faith as the pearl of great price. Lord, hear us. For world leaders, that like Solomon, they may have the gift of wisdom. Lord, hear us, for a spirit of discernment, that we may abandon what is evil and hold firm to what is good. Lord, hear us, for this community, that we may come to love even more deeply God's word and allow it to direct our lives. Lord, hear us. For those who are ill, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. In thanksgiving for prayers answered and graces and blessings received. Lord, hear us. For the departed that those who have worked for the kingdom in this life may come to share it in its fullness in eternity, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of wisdom, you know our needs, and so we ask you to grant them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring before the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life that in your mercy you sent us the Redeemer, to live like us in all things but sin, so that you might love in us what you loved in your Son, by whose obedience we have been restored to those gifts of yours that by sinning we had lost in disobedience. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks, as in exaltation we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon Bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all his benefits. And now a prayer for spiritual communion, in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful and grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, The Raymond Missal Third Edition, Copyright 2010, The International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, Copyright 1989 and 2009, The NCC USA. Psalms 1963 and 2009 The Grail Collins Publishers Prayers of the Faithful Together We Pray by Robert Borg E.J. Dwyer Publishers 1993 Sydney Australia Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky The Gloria Copyright 2011 ccwatershed.org Faith, Hope and Love Theme Hymn In Memory of William John Kelly Inspired by 1 Corinthians 13 1-13 Music by Paul W. Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer. Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today
1: I arise with love from on high The name of the three in one Today I arise through heaven Yeah. yeah.